Hello there. Welcome back to the Camp Red Rum Reaction Show, where we'll be reacting to Eli's fine, chillingly good stories and crazy antics over the course of a very sinister season. I'm your host, Wanda, and I'm joined again by my fabulous kid co-host, Jameson, who knows all about the happenings of Red Rum. How's it going, Jameson? Good. I feel like um, the lake was pretty good, and I can't wait to get started. All right, let's get started. Javis is amazing. As a friendly reminder, campers, we'll be playing back voicemail messages from our listeners at the end of each show. Get this. You want a chance to be featured? Make sure you call us at 877-929-2232 to record your voice message. The best voicemail might even get played live on a recording of the reaction show. But as always, don't forget to ask mom and dad for permission first. All right. Today, we'll be reacting to episode nine, The Lake. I'm making splashing noises. <laughs> Let's jump right in. All right. In this episode, Eli decides to delve into an old passion of his, cooking. Who would have thunk it? He rounds up the campers and serves some gnarly sloppy joes. I, I just, I mean, he he took my whole vision of sloppy joes to another level. I don't know if I'll ever eat a sloppy joe again. <laughs> while mm. things in the kitchen turn right, while things in the kitchen turn out hugely disastrous, Eli manages to whip up a scary story that saves his reputation in the face of culinary defeat. Oh boy. In the lake, Marsha and her family move into an old abandoned house that has a mysterious lake. It isn't until Marsha goes swimming that she discovers, get this, a horrifying secret about the previous owners, the O'Malley's. Whoa. That's a lot to unpack in this episode. Ready, Jameson? It's time for What's With Eli? Oh, yes. So first things first, Jameson, have you ever had a sloppy joe? Yes. And I've eaten it much better than the Eli's version. Like making it <laughs> quick. What in the and that, and that was one of his signature dishes. I mean, through it when he was like Eli the nice guy, that was one of his signature dishes. So I don't know where uh, where he went wrong, but he certainly went wrong with that sloppy joe. Oh, it's making I don't know if I'll ever eat another one. But let's circle back to what Eli said about his sloppy joes being a hit with campers from back in the day. Do you think he actually could cook back in, back then when he had lots of practice and fresh ingredients to use? Do you, th you, you, do you think he could do that? I think he could if he had the right ingredients. Like, for starters, maybe he can try to find, like, get silverware, yeah, like, fresh and good, instead of rinsing off a stick and mixing it. <laughs> get stuff from the grocery store, and there you go. And get the sloppy right. joe sauce. Bam. I wonder, did he, I wonder did he put his sloppy joe on molded bread Ooh, or uh, molded buns. And, yeah. and hey, ugh, I know. And wait, real quick. I, and I know you I know you know this question is coming. Do you think the campers only pretended to like them to make Eli feel better? Because you know they acted like they like him. Yes, I feel like they just want they didn't want to hurt his feelings. 
they don't want to hurt his mm-hmm. feelings at all. Right. And then right. in their minds, they're thinking, Ugh, this is the worst ever. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, my goodness. And imagine how it smelled. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> oh. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. I know. I know. My stomach's bubbling up. Okay. Enough of that. But great thinking. I think you're right. I think they pretended. So hang on to the rest of that brain power, Jameson, because now it's time for the campfire chat. We love to get around that campfire. We love Jameson's sound effects. Give us one more. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So here's our campfire chat. Okay, here we go. Now, let's reflect on the actual story. And remember when Marsha mentioned the house was full of the old owner's belongings when her family bought it? Do you remember her saying that? Um, I think I did at like the beginning of like the like the story. Mm-hmm. And she was like mm-hmm. going through clothes and stuff, trying like the to... Right. And do you think that was the first warning that something was wrong? Yes, definitely. When like when when I heard like it's like all her drunk was just like there. I was like, what? Let me hear that again. What? Um, I feel like something is weird. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we definitely thought something was weird for sure. I mean, when, when you move in a house, you usually get rid of, you know, all your stuff and you move it someplace else. You don't just let it linger in the house. So we definitely knew something was wrong there for sure. Um, Marsha's pretty cool, though. She's pretty smart. Yes, very smart. Like, her brain power is pretty good. Very good. (laughs) (laughs) Right. She figured out a lot. She figured out a lot. Let's go to this caretaker, Edward. So rewind your brain. Edward the caretaker. So in your opinion, why didn't Edward warn Marsha's family about Miss O'Malley's haunting? Why did they want? Why did he just warn them? Maybe he just wanted to see all the action unfold, and just like look to see how they would react to Mrs. O'Malley being at the bottom of the lake, and they had no wow. idea. Huh? I never I mean, thought about all that. Along. Right, right. Maybe he's just an old nasty man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, now if you were in issues, would you have said something? Would you have told him? Yes. I want to say, here's a heads up. There might be a body in the lake. Don't go swimming. Warning, (laughs) warning, danger. Keep out. (laughs) Right, right. What do you think Miss O'Malley even is? Is she a ghost? Is she a zombie? Or something else entirely? Hmm, what do you think? I think she is like something else. Or I read a, I read in a book one time, like there's like one of these like water spirits. Like mm-hmm. their soul's gone, but they still have their skeletal frame and they can still talk and move and stuff. But like all their like energies sucked out and that's why they they just have their skeletal frame. That's all they have. Like no organs, nothing. All they have is you just know. like their skeletal frame and their clothes. You know, you are such an expert on zombie slash ghost uh, 
characterization because last episode you you nailed that whole zombie thing. So now <laughs> you got Miss o- you got Miss O'Malley. She's a morph between a a zombie and a skeleton human wet old lady in the bottom of the lake. <laughs> oh my goodness! Now as we round out the end of the story. Since the story ends on a cliffhanger, and we know what that is, what do you think happens to Marsha? Maybe she got dragged to the bottom of the lake, and then she Ooh. becomes um, one of those, like, mashups um, as O'Malley is. And then oh. when the next, then she, like, terrorizes her, like, mom and dad, and then they also join her, and then nobody knows what happened. And then repeat. Then do it again. Another repeat. Then do it again. So then she's going to just keep dragging people into the lake. Okay. I yeah. get it. And, you know, maybe maybe she'll be along. Maybe the caretaker will be telling stories about her to new people that come into that house if they ever do. So we just we just never know what's going to happen. Like I think she's doing. Eli. Sounds like a different oh. Eli or something. Oh, right. Because here's the kid. Here's the he's the caretaker of the lake and Eli's the caretaker of the camp. Definitely. And they both seem grumpy. Yes. They both seem really grumpy. <laughs> yeah. Very grumpy. Right, right. So I guess campers, we don't know if Marsha escaped or she's doomed, but these here campers on this show. We think she is in the bottom of the lake and she's going to be the next Miss O'Malley grabbing people by the ankles and <laughs> the heads. Oh boy. Snatch, snatch, snatch. Snatch, snatch, right. All right. Awesome speculations from us. As always, Jameson, you are always ahead of the game. Now, I think now is the perfect time to hear what other campers have to say about the lake too. Let's roll on to the new campers notes. Uh Our first note is from a camper named Tamara. Hey Tamara. Hello. Hello. Hey Tamara, thanks for your comment. Let's see what she has to say. Here's what she says. My question is about what Edward said to Marsha. Why did the O'Malley's great-grand-nephew finally sell the house when no one was allowed to live in it for more than half a century? I think that's really sketchy. Great question, Tamara. What do you think, Jameson? Maybe he was like bored of having all that extra weight around. And then he said, hmm, let me just have some money, money, money. Sell, sell, sell. There we go. Money, money, money. Oh, that's all on my back. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, that's kind of sketchy, though. It is sketchy. All right. Here's another note from another camper, Ryan. Ryan says, how does Eli cook for himself in Camp Red Run's kitchen? And it's full of expired ingredients. Does he only order takeout? (laughs) Or does Oliver have to go shopping for him? (laughs) Good question, Ryan. Personally, I think, I don't know. I think Eli's just so grimy. He just eats. He just like scrapes the mold, scrapes the ooey gooey parts of stale and nasty meat. And he just cooks it and eats it. That's what I think. What do you think, Jameson? I think he goes hunting in the forest. And then when he sees, hey, let me just have that. Let me just have that. Let me just have that. Ooh, maybe I can have some of that. Oh, let me have some of that. 
Yeah, and maybe Oliver, maybe Oliver helps him because you know owls, you know they hunt food at night and stuff too. Yes, and then they have like three sixty vision too. Right, and like anything <laughs> they see, ooh, ooh, plop. Um, yum, 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 yum. Right. Wow. Those are some awesome questions. Thank you, Tamara and Ryan. Great critical thinking. And if you have your own comments and questions you'd like to share, don't forget to dial us. Call us at 877-929-2232 to record your message. The best voicemail, again, might even get played live on the recording of the reaction show with me and Jameson. Awesome. You can also leave your comments on ratemypodcast.com slash Camp Red Rum. That's a wrap. Thank you, campers, for joining us on another successful reaction episode. Be sure to tune in next time where we'll be reacting to Eli's horrifying story about a dentist appointment gone wrong. Oh, gosh, it's going to make me hate the dentist, I know. Ready for that one, Jameson? Yep. I wonder what to do with the teeth. Hmm? The teeth? The teeth? Necklace. Ooh. (laughs) Really? (laughs) All right. Before you leave, make sure to follow Camp Red Rom on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can listen early and ad-free by subscribing to ABF Fam. All right. See you next time. Bye, Jameson. Bye.